Inverness Caledonian Thistle. You know, go on this website and I'll show you my butt. I'm very familiar with your talking. Hello and welcome. We are back. From theballerlifestyle.com, it is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, it me, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Thank you for being part of our world, doing things a little bit different because co-host of the show, Ed Daly, is still away. And I think it might be one more week. So I the last couple weeks... If you've been listening, if you're hashtag Team Current episode, you know that I've had co-hosts on. I brought on the great Travis Rogers to co-host a couple weeks ago. He did a great job. And last week I had the amazing Jason Stewart on who texted me in the middle of the show to tell me to wrap it up so he could go bang some chick from Tinder. So... That happened. So it was a little, I apologize for the, a little bit of an abbreviated show last week because I didn't know, like, I knew Jason had a thing. So originally he's like, what's the latest you can record? And so I tr- I'm like, well, I, you know, I can do it this time. And then, then he came back to me. He's like, well, actually, what's the earliest you can record? So I'm like, then I gave him a time. And we did it at that time. And then, like, 30 minutes in, he's like, okay, I'm done. Like, do very much appreciate him having coming on the show. I love having him as a guest, as a co-host. I think he does a fantastic job. I just wish that he could maybe do a better job scheduling his slams. Like, dude, slam your tenders. I'm not... Those of you may recall my on her code. It's where everyone needs to report to me when they're getting any ass. The on her code. And this, hey, like, Jay Stu, go out and get it done. Do your thing. But maybe, like, don't be so thirsty. Just tell her, hey, I'm doing a, I'm doing a very important podcast. Highly downloaded internet radio show. So maybe just wait like an extra half hour and then I'll be over to provide you a proper servicing, a proper random internet hookup service job. Um, But thanks again to Jason Stewart for coming on the show. I got a lot of feedback. He, you know, I don't like doing potty talk on the show. You know, I don't like it one bit. I don't like, I don't want to hear about anybody's, routine schedule i don't i don't need to know about anybody's like if you did some a real special one i don't know i don't care it's not it's not the kind of stuff that interests me but um jay stew when he was on last week he made a couple comments that resonated with people on twitter he made a comment that he's oh because we were talking about he's he claims to be an avid reader but then every time I talk to him about books he's read, it's actually he's listened to them on a on a recording, a book on tape. They used to be called. I don't know what they're called now. 
just an audiobook. I do know what they're called. They're called audiobooks. And my man Jason was talking about, hey, he's like, sometimes I like to just, he's like, I'll listen, but then also sometimes I'll read the book. And apparently he's got some app that like will read the book to you. And let's be honest, he's doing that like 90% of the time. You're not, te- like if a, if a book has 400 pages, how many pages do you think he listens to versus reads? I would say he listens to probably 389 of those 400 pages and reads the other 11. But he announced that he go, he'll go read the book he's listening to while he's evacuating himself. And I don't, I didn't need to know that. And I'm, and then he, then he added on to that by saying, yeah, cause, cause I'm in there for 45 minutes, which I don't know if I may have edited it out, but I, my gag reflex kicked in at that point. Cause that really disgusted me. And then I go, what's, what's, are you okay? Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you in there that long? And he goes, and then he said, well, you know, when you only go once a week, which is like a double whammy. And I don't know if he was like trying to be funny. It's hard to tell with him. I don't know if he was trying to be funny or interesting, but he was neither. It really, really disturbed me. And a lot of people via Twitter had, had questions about that. And I'll be honest, I don't have answers. I don't know what's, I don't, I don't discuss my bathroom routine with anyone. I mean, I do in in general terms. Not gross. I'm not gross. So I didn't, I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going, doing a deep dive on why he only evacuates once a week, if that's actually true. It can't be because he would, he would die. You would die if you only evacuated one time every seven days. It's just, you couldn't live like that. No one could live like that. That's insane. So anyway, I got a lot of love. Uh, so I appreciate Jason coming on the show. I appreciate Travis coming on the show. Great guys. And so then I was like, maybe I'll, cause Ed's out of pocket this week. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll have do another co-host this week, a different someone else. So a surprise person, I even thought, well, maybe I'll do like a Twitter poll with like a couple choices, but then it would, I, would, I would be like, Hey, do you want to, then I would get like three candidates and I'd be like, Hey, do you want to host co-host? And they'd be like, yeah, when? And I'd tell them when. And then i go, but oh, 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 hold on. Only if you win a, a poll amongst my, amongst the 40 people that follow me on Twitter. Like, that would be kind of weird. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out to somebody next week. If you have any ideas, you can email me, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also leave a voicemail. I noticed that I had a voicemail here that I'd been sitting here for a while that I've been meaning to play. I haven't gotten to it the last couple of weeks with the co-hosts in the house. So I'm going to get to that today. You can leave us a voicemail though. 949-464-TBLS is the voicemail line. If you would like to comment on Jason Stewart's routine, you could do that there. 949-464-TBLS. Um, I f- saw a really good video of a Canadian redneck putting out a brush fire, a Canadian brush fire. It was probably wheat. because they, they grow so much wheat in Canada? It was probably a wheat field. I don't know. He was he was put. He had a jet boat. A lot of you. There's some rednecks in my audience that are like, oh yeah, I fucking I got a jet boat. I know what a jet boat is. This guy had a jet boat and he was like using the rooster tail. 
He was like blasting water. He wasn't using the rooster tail. He was doing something where he like had like trimmed the jet part up and where he would just like hammer the hammer the gas and then blow water out of the jet and he put out a fire with his fucking Canadian redneck jet boat. Like fucking Canada rules. I love you guys. So, so bottom line is you like unless that video, that viral video was observed by you somewhere else. You didn't see it because you're not following my Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Go there, like the page. Then you get the show when it comes out and you get all the other, you know, stuff, the other links that we post there. And you get the other ancillary discussion that's not necessarily just Ed and I. Having a talk. Talk amongst yourselves over there. Um, of course, I want... Oh, what's going on on our iTunes? Let's... This might take a while to... iTunes is like the jankiest software. Like, for Apple, who makes, like, all the best shit, like, they, you know, the iPad, the iPhone, the MacBook, the iMac... All those things, all made by Apple and all the best things. But then they, there's, that's hardware. There's software. They make a little something to manage your audio for your computer, manage all your audio files, download all the music that you want to listen to, podcasts, stuff like that. That is, that is a program called iTunes. And it is like, just imagine the worst thing that Microsoft makes, which is like Windows or Word or any of those, anything that Microsoft makes is the worst of its kind. So imagine that, but like 20% worse than the worst Microsoft thing. That's, that's iTunes. That's how iTunes functions. But also it's like the number one place in the world to get podcasts. So go there, iTunes.com or whatever. I don't think that I don't think I would actually I think you have to download the software. I'm not sure, but yeah, you guys have access to iTunes. Go to iTunes, check out the Baller Lifestyle podcast on iTunes, and when you're there, rate the show. And this you're given a number of stars like you could do one star, you could do two, all the way up to five. I'm not I'm not fucking with anybody that does a less than five-star review. This is five-star reviews or GTFO. We don't have to revisit that one guy that gave us a two-star review and then, and then try to deny it. He's like, sent an email saying we're too political and then miraculously the same week, Somebody also leaves a two-star review saying, I used to like that show, but now it's too political. And then when I ranted at the emailer, he emailed again and was like, oh, no, I didn't leave that review. What? Come on. Too, too coincidental, buddy. Occam's razor. Um, so, yeah, go there. It doesn't, it doesn't appear that we have any new ones. And it's kind of sad because... We have 102 ratings and 71 reviews. Who are, the, who are the 31 lazy fucks that only click the rating 
and then didn't type like a fucking three word review. Like you're the biggest monsters. You're a worse monster than the person that did nothing. At least the person that did nothing is universally lazy. Like they don't, they don't act at all. You sort of started to do something and then you're like, Oh fuck it. Like I clicked a thing. Although I do get a lot of, I have gotten a lot of, uh, emails and tweets where people are like, what the fuck? I try to leave a rating and like iTunes sucks. And you know what? iTunes does suck. Just don't tell the iTunes people because I, I would really like to get on their new and notable whatever. Like I would like to, it would help the show if like the iTunes people became fans of the show. I, I don't, if I keep talking shit on their crappy software, they might not do that. Go to iTunes. Don't be like the lazy 31 people. Like, do your do. Hey, you might have to go back. So it says right here, click to rate. Click five stars. Then below that, it says write a review. Click both those things. Click to, click to rate, five stars. And then go down to the thing below it where it says write a review. Go down there and write a review. You guys got that. Okay, what else? Um, that's, that's all the promotional stuff I do. Ooh, possible. Check my Instagram. I'll make a video or something. We might be, there's, there's a possibility that there's a new official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. You may recall before that we had an official whiskey. Well, our guy that worked at that whiskey doesn't work at that whiskey anymore, but since he's a fucking hero, Mike in Houston, I'll say his name. Since he's like the greatest guy, he's like, hold up. I'm going to tell this other whiskey about you. And they might want to hook up a little sponsorship package. So it's nothing's like, nothing's been signed, but I've been given a bottle to sample and I'm going to sample it. I'm going to give an honest review of it. I'll, I'll, I'll Instagram a picture. I'll put it in my Insta stories. You guys been following my Insta stories? I told you I was going to get back on there. I got a new battery in my phone. Got a new battery in my phone. I said, hey, I get this battery situation dealt with and boom, it's going to be stories for days. So if you're not following my Instagram, you're missing out on very, very cool stuff that I'm doing, including a picture of the new whiskey that might be the new official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. So look out for that. Lastly, I forgot. I lied when I said I was done with the um, with the promotional portion of the show. I'm going to promote one more thing. Patreon.com slash the Baller Lifestyle. Go there. Support the show. I've been putting up more Patreon-only content for people that subscribe there via monetary donation. The, the, the give is $5 a month. If you give us $5, then you get all the promotional stuff you do that we do. You can listen to there. So very, very much appreciate the support of people that go into their pocket and give us some love via patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. You guys are heroes, and I love you. I love you. Did you hear that? I love you. Um, let's. Oh, 
Let's check in. Ed did. We do have some sound from Ed. He's he's sent along a few. He does a rant about whatever's happening, or he alerts us to whatever's going on in uh, in wherever he is, England. I think he's going back to. He might be back in Spain now. I'm not sure. And then he's then he alerts us of some new some sports or non-sports topics for the week. And so he's got some of that. We'll hear from him in a moment. I was thinking about something though the other day, and it's just, I'm wondering if it's just me, that there's something wrong with me. A couple things. Firstly, the Dodgers, you guys know, I'm not a huge sports guy. I know this is the sports show of record. Like all, whatever sports opinions I have, probably the right opinions. Don't like, don't get it twisted. Like I know about shit, but I'm not like, I don't like really know the players. A lot of the times, like I get the, I get the big picture stuff, but I can't really be bogged down with too many of the details. So I saw, I like the Dodgers. Everybody knows that. And the Dodgers are a juggernaut. And by juggernaut, I mean, they're probably going to set the record for wins, major league record for wins. I mean, they're on an absolute tear. They're, it's July, or now it's when you hear this, it's actually August. Show note, it's August. And the Dodgers magic number is 44. Like they're gonna they're gonna win the division by like 20 games. And they're gonna go to the playoffs and they're gonna lose to like Milwaukee or Houston or something because they're the Dodgers and that's what they do. But I saw that they acquired Yu Darvish. You Darvish, it turns out, is a Japanese guy. And his name is spelled Y-U. And for the life of me, I thought this guy was was called Hugh Darvish. And I just thought everyone was pronouncing it with the East Coast pronunciation of Hugh. You, you Darvish. No, it's not. Like you know how East Coasters pronounce Hugh? They just, they swallow the H and they just say you, you Darvish? No. It's not Hugh. Also, no one is named Hugh anymore, which kind of sucks. I was thinking about this. I have a buddy named Gary. And I was thinking to myself, there is not a fucking single baby in the world named Gary. But if there were, it would immediately become the cutest baby. Because if there, you met a baby, like a three-month-old little baby, and it was called Gary, you'd fucking laugh your ass off. You'd be like, that's a cute-ass baby. Well, same with Hugh. Hugh's one of those names. Like, there's nobody named, there's no kid, there's definitely no baby named Hugh. Maybe, like, somebody's got, like, named, you know, there's, like, a, the third or the fourth somewhere named, like, family name Hugh. But it's unlikely. There's not very many, that's for sure. It's, we're in, we're, we're living in a time of Jadens and that's my, you know, that's the, that's my hot felon corollary. The hot, all you need to know, hot felon. That's all you need to know. We're living in the time of Jadens. So we're, we're 30 years away from a Supreme court justice called either Jaden or Caden or Brooklyn Nevea, like they're coming. This is going to happen. It's, it's, and it's the hot felon corollary. If you don't, if you're not familiar with my hot felon corollary, you're not caught up on the show. 
So yeah, Hugh. If there's a baby called Hugh, it'd be pretty fucking cute. But I've I've run into a situation now, and I want to know if it's just me. And I'm not trying to do like what's up with this airline food comedy. I'm just I'm seriously asking because I might be wrong. It used to be that when you when you drive on the freeway, some of you guys might call it the highway. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. The interstate. We call it the freeway out here. When you, it used to be that when you drive on the freeway, if you wanted to go faster than the other cars, you would, you would move over as far as you could go to the left. And then you would get, when you were in the furthest most lane to the left, you would just, you would go faster than everyone else. And all the cars on the right would be going a bit slower than you. And you could just pass all those cars on the right. Then you would come up when you would come up to a car that was that was also all the way to the left, and but it didn't quite want to go the rate of spe- speed that you do. That car would mo- move over a lane, let you go, and then it could either move back into the lane or just continue in the lane it moved into. Are you familiar with this, the fast lane? Well, now it's not a thing anymore because you go when you're in the fast lane and you come upon a car going too slow for the fast lane, they don't move over. They just stay there. They just sit there and it's, it's become such an epidemic that it's that the left lane is no longer the fast lane. Like the rule, it's the, it's the hot felonization of our country, of the nation, the hot felonization of the nation that the, that the left lane is no longer the fast lane because people have, aren't aware that it's the fast lane anymore. And so they just go, Oh fuck, I'll go 60. I'm just going to fucking sit here. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Along those lines, so I'm just, I'm drawing you a picture, a metaphor. Along those lines, I've, I've run into the same problem walking. When you're walking on the sidewalk or in a hallway or anywhere, and you encounter a person coming opposite you, the, the sidewalk is the same as the road. So when some, when a car comes opposite you on the road, what do you do? You move to the right. Same as when you're walking. You're walking down the sidewalk. Somebody You encounter somebody else on the sidewalk. You move to your right. They move to their right, and then you pass each other. That's how, that's how you, you know, I throw a hi or a smile. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? You know, I, I do that. But I've noticed now that nearly every time I encounter somebody walking on the fucking sidewalk, they break hard. I go to the right and they break hard to their left and just almost run. And then we have to do, hey, you want to dance? Like that whole thing? What, what the fuck happened to civility? Is this, this is more of the hot felonization of the world. Like, what, how do people not know the rules? You, the fast lane goes fast, and then if somebody's going faster than you care to go, you just move out of the way. That's not, that doesn't happen anymore, so it's no longer that. And the moving to the right when encountering another human being while walking or riding your bike or your skateboard or one of those recumbent bikes, any type of non-powered vehicle or even a powered one, I don't know, go-ped. Is it just me? Am I, is, 
Was that never a rule? I just assumed it was. I thought you just moved to the right. The cars moved to the right, moved to the fucking right. I don't know. Let's hear what Ed Daly has to say. I don't know if he has an opinion on this, but I just thought of it right now and it's really been driving me crazy and it's going to, it's, it will happen to me. Mark my words. This will happen to me tomorrow. And you know what? I'm going to try to make an Insta story. I'm going to hold my phone. This will be funny. I won't do it, but it would be funny if I did. I'll make an Insta story and I'll pretend like I'm not making a video and I will show you me trying to walk a direction, somebody coming up the other way and them immediately breaking hard to their left when they should be just sort of moving to the right. What the fuck is going on? Honestly. Okay, let's check in with Ed Daly. Ed! Hey, Brian. Last night I, uh, I went down to the pub after putting the kids to bed, and uh, right as I was paying for my first beer, uh, somebody got on the uh, loudspeaker and said, and we're back with jazz night. And then uh, the bartender handed me my beer, which I drank probably faster than I have since college. And uh, left. And my only question is, who likes jazz and why? Because it always sounds like four people who have never played an instrument before playing an instrument. Um, I don't know. It's it's devastating to hear jazz. You know, that's an interesting question. There was a time when I was like, yeah, what's this? I consider myself pretty worldly. And so I'm like, I'm going to just... I'm going to listen to some of this jazz, like Miles Davis, Bitches Brew, John Coltrane, Thelonious Monk. And I'll tell you what, not for me. F minus, negative stars, zero stars, not a fan. I got to agree with Ed Daly here, not a jazz guy. Uh, it's the, you can't find the beat. It's very frenetic. It doesn't, there's, doesn't seem to be a beginning, middle or end. I wish it would end every time I'm hearing it. It makes me very nervous and uncomfortable. I assume you just have to be just beaked out of your fucking dome on heroin to really like get involved with jazz and, and be interested in jazz because I don't, I've never been high enough to enjoy it. So I'm 100% with Ed Daly. Fuck jazz. And fuck people that pretend to like jazz. Because uh, I assume they're pretending. Because it's not like you can, it's not like you can tap your foot to it. Because they don't, they don't keep regular time. Like what are they even doing? Very confusing. Not a fan. Fuck jazz. Uh, oh, quickly, Kyle and Scani left a voicemail. I forgot. He's our favorite voicemailer on the show. He lives in Wisconsin. His name's Kyle. He's got strong takes on Pabst Blue Ribbon and Skidoo's. Um, he left a message because he someone called him out as they said. I can't remember what the I can't remember what the context was, but they said they they were talking about. Packers, the pack. I think it was somebody else that said they hated the Packers, and they're like, "I don't want to get, I don't want to hear from Kyle and Scani." And it turns out Kyle and Scani also not a fan of the Packers. Let's let's check in with old Kyle. What's up, Kyle? Hey guys, what's going on? 
Somebody called me out thinking I'm a fucking Packer fan. Fucking wrong. Fuck the Packers and everyone associated with them. That's a fucking cult. If anything, go Brewers. They just swept the shit out of the fucking Orioles this week, so that made my fucking July 4th. So God bless America. Later, guys. God bless America and go Brewers. There's something you can get behind. Everyone can get behind. You know the Brewers logo? We've talked about this. Remember how, you remember the show Bosom Buddies? And how I only just like within the last year realized that it was a double entendre, that the it was called Bosom because they had breasts. They were they were pretending to be women. Also, this fucking premise, like how much cocaine were people on in the eighties? Producers. Who how did who bought that fucking idea? Oh, we got a green light this shit. I mean they they looked nothing like women. It was Tom Hanks and the guy who you thought was gonna be the bigger star, Peter Scolari. You're like, oh, he's this is the guy. This Tom Hanks is just the other guy. This Peter Scolari, he's gonna be the guy. Turns out he's not the guy. Tom Hanks is the fucking biggest star in the world. He's our Jimmy Stewart. Well, anyways, I didn't I didn't know the whole I didn't realize that Bosom Buddies was a double entendre where they're saying, hey, yeah, they got, but they're, I just thought they were close friends. I just thought, hey, they, they're roommates. They work in advertising. One wants to be a cartoonist. They want to live in a chicks only building. Was that everything? There, you don't, there's no way that there was apartment buildings that only rented to broads. Are you kidding me? How's that even legal? Anyway, I just thought they were close friends. Not the case. It was actually the show was called Bosom Buddies because of their bosoms. And I just realized that one day. I just it just came to me. No one explained it. Well, the same with the Milwaukee Brewers logo. That little glove on their hat, it's an M and a B. I didn't know that. I didn't know that till like that. I mean, this isn't the Bosom Buddies thing was fairly recent, but the Milwaukee Brewers thing. I was probably like five or six years ago that I figured that one out. MB. The Brewers have, we should do a uh, ranking of the best jerseys, the best gear. The worst gear, obviously, hands down, Arizona Diamondbacks. Just the trashest uniforms. Embarrassing. They have that Paul Goldschmidt. He's a pretty good hitter. I bet he would be 30% better if he if he wore a better looking uniform because it cannot feel good to go out and play in that like maroonish, burgundy-ish, textured. It's horrid. And and the thing is, it used to be even worse. When they were gold and teal, they were actually even worse than they are now. We need to do a like top five uniform squads. And Major League Baseball, if you're listening, you guys got to go back to pretty much every team having a light blue option. I don't know. I don't know what where that came from, but in the in the seventies and eighties, like half the teams were like, "Hey, why don't we just instead of like white or gray, we just have our our pullover jerseys be like light blue?" Like the the Brewers were one of those teams. They had a light blue option, and the White Sox light blue. 
Phillies light blue. The uh, Cardinals had a light blue option. Just like half the teams are like, what? Fuck it. We need some light blue up in this bitch. We got to come back to that. I'm, I'm into the pullover jerseys that we used to rock in Major League Baseball. And I'm for sure into a light blue option. And yes, I've only recently figured out the MB on the Brewers hat. And the Brewers throwback hat is like one of the better hats. I like the Brewers hat. If I had to rank hats off the top of my head, put it in the top 10. It's a top 10 hat for sure. Cap. Uh, okay, let's hear. Oh, a few emails. I'll knock out some, just a couple now. We'll do a few later. This one's super long, but this references the maybe the greatest voicemail we've ever received in the history of the show. And it was, I don't know what episode it was on, so you're going to have to go back and listen. But it was from our dear friend Telly Tuputz on Twitter when he found out that he was dating a Trump supporter. He also um, clued us into the fact that she was one of the top three hottest chicks he'd ever hooked up with. And he was shocked to find out she was a Trump Trump supporter. And he didn't know how to go on because he's he's a, a fuck Trump guy. And he just so he was he was looking for advice. He was looking for life coaching. Well, it turns out after the show, he came back with an oh, by the way, she's black. What? A a hot black female Donald Trump supporter. That's very shocking. Well, apparently another one of our listeners wants to weigh in and help you out, Telly, so pay attention. Brian, Ed, Fancy. None of those other people are here, by the way. It's just me. I'm listening to Full Turgidity. That was the name of the episode. So go back and listen to Full Turgidity. While packing my sticks for a trip to Scottsdale with some buddies, Telly Two Putts just thrusted himself into consideration for drunkest show caller to date. First off, Telly need not be shamed for his continued pursuit of Trump girl, especially if she's in his top three. That being said, don't rank your girls. Telly, if she's hot, she's hot. Leave it at that or describe a nice feature. I noticed there has been a lot of ranking. Some Another guy called or another guy emailed a while back, this reminds me, to to say he was dating a chick with such beautiful genitals, he was already regretting when they would eventually break up because he didn't think he'd ever see genitals that amazing again. And that I can understand. But also, you got to live in the moment. Also, you got to appreciate all different kinds of genitals because they they're all beautiful in their own way. Now, secondly, the fastest way to flip a Trump supporter is horizontally. That's, I mean, really going for jokes there. Telly, give her the D and then talk some sense into her the next morning while you make breakfast. I mean, that's one tact. I have some recent experience with your problem, so I'll share the steps. I took, and perhaps you can replicate if you don't get too hammered. I still spent uh, that sentence doesn't. So I'll share the steps I took and perhaps you can replicate. Okay. I, I still spend occasional nights with a former Trump girl. I dated her this 
spring, but I broke up with her six weeks ago because she was the worst listener I ever met. (laughs) I mean, that's a legitimate reason to break up with somebody, by the way. I first connected with her on Bumble, and on our first date, the election had just been decided, so naturally the topic came up. Bumble is the dating app where the chick's got to make the first move. I feel like if I were single and in the game, I would be slaying it on Bumble right now. But that's beside the point. I'm, I'm happily in a relationship. You guys should know. So don't try it. She's, she's a very tan and pretty girl, 22 years old. So I assume she had voted for anyone besides the guy who grabs women by the pussy when he wants to introduce himself. Well, I would have lost a lot of money in Vegas that night because at the dinner table, she pulled a book out of her purse. The title of the book was The Art of the Deal. And she goes, quote, I voted for this guy, all caps. I tried to keep my jaw from hitting the table and attempted to remain focused on the night's number one goal, goal, score, and play like a champion. I acted very impressed by her bold decision to make America great again. I told her I was Team America and wanted the best for our country, but I listed off some of the never-ending character flaws of our authoritarian demagogue, Donald Trump. I then ordered more wine for us as a way of changing the topic, and we went on to have a great night. The next morning, and every time we slept together thereafter, I continued to explain the dangers of having a child as President of the United States. I've educated myself pretty well on the unfortunate topic, so I would openly and kindly suggest that she look up any points that she felt were inaccurate. Slowly but surely, she has shifted her stance, and yesterday she finally uttered a phrase that made me smile. Quote, how could anyone still support that guy? Telly, keep at it. Be respectful. Walk away from the topic if she gets heated. As emotions rise, intelligence drops. Good luck, amigo. Best. That is from Reed in Houston. That's good advice, Reed. You, you flipped a trunk. You kept her cool. You were, were respectful of her and her beliefs, and you slowly worked to enlighten her as to the error of her ways, and you convinced her. That's great. Excellent email. Thank you, Reed. Uh, quickly, another email. Does no toppings on my hot dog make me an absolute savage? If so, I'm okay with that. That is from Dave and San Clemente. Um, yes, it does. And we talked about this on, on the hot dog episode because I, I mentioned that I saw one of my buddies eating a fucking, just ordering, getting a hot dog like from the hot dog guy at a ball game. And the, and the hot dog guy gives him the hot dog. And the, and my, then the hot dog guy like reaches into his pocket or wherever his pouch. And he's, you know, he's got a little mustard relish, you know, he's got like little packets, squeeze packets. If you're getting a hot dog, a hot dog from the hot dog vendor, the walk around hot dog vendor is a tough play because you don't get any of the good toppings other than mustard. And, uh, so and then my, I saw my buddy just fucking like wave the guy off. Like, no, no thanks. Like closed his eyes, looked away and just 
and just waved him away with the toppings. And then he just opened up the foil and just fucking ate that hot dog. Just bun and hot dog. Disgusting. Monster. Okay, let's see what Ed Daly, what else Ed Daly has to say. Um, he's we got some sports topics to discuss. He's always the king of these. So let's see what he's brought us to day. Ed. In sports, with uh, only a few weeks to go before Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight, it seems there are hundreds of tickets and hotel rooms still available. Now, while promoters have repeatedly boasted that the fight will shatter the Mayweather-Pacquiao gate record of $72 million, it appears there's still lots of wood to chop. Brian, what do you th- why do you think this is the case? Is it because Floyd Mayweather is an unlikable asshole whose all his fights are super boring? Or the fact that Mayweather is facing another unlikable asshole who's never even boxed before? Yeah, good question. Uh, I don't know. It's, I'm not interested in this. I'm, I'm not the market. Yes, I don't like Floyd Mayweather, but he's a pretty good boxer. And by, by pretty good, I mean super boring, but really good at not getting hit. So it's not that doesn't interest me. And he's, he looks masterful against other guys that are really good at boxing. This Conor McGregor, I kind of like him. He's brash. He's an asshole. He's, he's Irish. And he's a bad motherfucker in the UFC. Like, he's a, he's a tough dude. And if they let him kick, he would fuck up this Floyd Mayweather guy. But there, he's not going to get to kick. He's only going to get to box. And that's like, he's not a world-class boxer. And Floyd Mayweather, he's 40, but he's not, he's, still was a world-class boxer. He's never been beaten by actual boxers. So it's, it's pretty boring. I definitely would never pay for it. It's kind of a sideshow thing, which I think is why people are interested to some extent. So if you're having it at your house and you want me to come over, I'll come over and check it out, but I'm definitely not going to, I'm not going to buy it at my own house. What else, Ed? Former basketball player and current unfunny entertainer Shaquille O'Neal just released a three-minute diss tape of Lonzo Ball's dad, LeVar. In a sad rap, Shaq drops lines like, I've been doing this a long time, when you were averaging two points riding the pine, and you having a dream when you wake up, apologize, and bow down to my Staples Center statue hanging off the side of the building. And Brian, what's worse, when a father gloms on to the success of his sons or when a guy confuses being able to dunk a basketball with the ability to entertain? Um, yeah, Shaq. Shaq's, he doesn't need to be rapping. Like, he's he's really worn out as welcome. I do like how he cribbed that line from Reservoir Dogs, you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. That's pretty good. Uh, But other than that, it's, you guys, this LeVar Ball... Is you're just like just don't pay attention to him and he'll go away. You never have to hear from him again. This is this is the this is the Trump corollary. Everyone's like, oh this, this guy's oh, this Trump's running for president. What a jackass! Listen to all the stupid shit he's saying. Send a camera over there. Oh he just he just told Marco Rubio he's got a small cock. That's fucking how unpresidential. Let's go put another camera in his face. Interview him. And before you know it, he's the guy's the fucking president. This is, you're doing the same thing to LeVar Ball. Like, honestly, 
What other, what other basketball player's dad do you know? Just don't pay attention. Here's, I have no interest in LeVar Ball. I never pay attention to anything he says. Don't know shit. I know he's got a big yellow tooth in the front of his mouth. That looks fucked up. Lonzo could probably pay to get that fixed. That I would like to see. That I would tune into. They're going to have a show on Facebook. And if the first episode is him going to a cosmetic dentist, preferably not in the Chino Hills area where he lives, that's another thing. Yeah, there's Okay, first episode. Finding a place to live not in Chino Hills, like getting west of the 91 freeway is an important thing to do. You've got money now. There's no reason to stay in Chino Hills. Get the fuck out of there. That's episode one of there because they're going to have a show on Facebook. Episode two, LeVar gets his tooth fixed. This, you got me. You got me for both of those. Like in, in and in. Watching, totally watching, recording it, sharing it. All the above. So let's get that happening. But the point is, is this LeVar Ball? Just don't fucking pay attention to him. Like, who gives a fuck? He's a, he talks a bunch of shit. He says outrageous stuff just so you pay attention. And this is how we ended up with Donald Trump as president. And guess what? LeVar, we're living in LeVar's time. Like, he's just fucking doing whatever he wants because all these dummies pay attention to it. And we're, you know what we're going to end up with? LeVar Ball 2020. President LeVar Ball, because we're living in the, at the time of hot felon. So watch out. Okay, lastly, what else, Ed? Followers of the St- Scottish Premiership Club Inverness Caledonian Thistle looked at the team Twitter, team's Twitter account and the list of favored, favorited tweets and found something a little different than usual than the uh, go team or... You know, we love Caledonian Thistle. Uh, what they found was the team was liking a bunch of face-down, ass-up, pile-driving videos from Pornhub. <laughs> the team released a statement uh, saying that they apologize, we have notified the authorities, and the team is investi- investigating the incident. Brian, how hard is it to investigate a thirsty social media manager? This, is, this actually happened to me not that long ago. I was like interviewing for a job, a real job. And it was like a, it was like PR marketing. And it was like a forward facing deal where you're like known person. Like you have to be like, you're the spokesperson for the group that you're representing. And so I'm like getting ready to interview and I'm like, okay, let me see the, like the social stuff that they've done. So I go on, I just Google, this took me one second. I Google the guy I'm supposed to go interview with the the guy that would be my boss at this company. And I immediately like one of the top things that comes up, you know, like his LinkedIn and shit. I didn't look at that because I don't care. Also LinkedIn, they can see when you look at their LinkedIn, which I don't like. And I know there's a way to do it secretly, but I've, I don't care that much. I just don't look. But I saw his Twitter. So I look at his Twitter. And, you know, it's rare that you go to somebody's Twitter, actual Twitter page. Because, like, you follow people and they pop up in your shit. And then you see somebody like, like that's retweeted and you're like, oh, they're kind of funny. Maybe I'll follow them. But you don't go to their actual page. Well, I went to this guy's page. And something that happens on your Twitter page is that when you follow someone, it shows up. In on your Twitter feed, it's like Brian followed, you know, um, 
I don't know who I follow, but just name somebody. And it shows you who you followed. And this guy, like the first, so I read down like three tweets and it's like, a, um, you know, it's like about the business that he worked. Like this is his, his, you know, he doesn't have like a, pro, a personal one and a corporate one. His like corporate one is his personal one. Like, cause people are their job now or whatever. And so he's like, you know, it's like about a oh, great day, you know, at this event or whatever. And then like after the third tw- top three tweets, which are all like work related, it's like Mike recently followed. Um, and it was like, a, an, uh, it was like a whore. It was, I mean, I don't know if that's the right word. It was like a prostitute. I don't think that's the right word either. Escort. That's what I was looking for. I'm like, wait, is that like a, is he like following like a porn star or something? And so I clicked on it and it wasn't a porn star. It wasn't even a cam person like where they're like, Hey, check out my, you know, go on this website and I'll show you my butt or whatever. It was like an actual, it was like, meet me at this hotel like that. And I was like, Whoa, that wasn't very smart. And then I looked, then I kept scrolling and there was a fucking, he'd done that a bunch of times to all sorts of different hookers. And I was like, dude, you can't do that. That is a big, big no-no. Meanwhile, I don't think, I think he can't, I don't think I got the, even the interview. Can't, I'm not even sure what happened with that. But at some point I would have told him, hey, this is a bad look. Same with like your, your run, like you're working with some Scottish team. And what were they called? Something Cambridge Thistle or something? That sounds like a, um, Sounds like a good kind of whiskey. Like, hey, try our new Cambridge Thistle Scotch. I'd be into that. So the thing is, is like you can don't don't get me wrong. You can look at that stuff, but if you follow it or like it, people are going to see. For instance, on Instagram, I might follow an account called Butt Snorkeler. I happen to enjoy their content. I think it's pretty good but I don't like their posts. I also follow the famous model actress, Emily Ratajkowski. She has to be one of the most followed people on Instagram. So I don't think I'm like breaking news to anybody, but she's got a pretty good feed. I like her pictures, but I don't like her pictures. You know what I'm saying? Because people can see that. Also, if you're in a relationship, it's kind of disrespectful to your chick. Like chicks don't really like it if they're if you're like looking all thirsty on the internet all the time. So it's oh, you can check that stuff out, but you don't have to act like click the like, like like Ed said, like face down, ass up, porno videos. That's a little extreme. Um, there's okay, let's a couple more quickly and then we'll get to fancy sauce. I feel like I've been rambling quite a bit, but that's what I do. Let's see what else Ed's got. In Sydney, Australia recently, Performance Space, an eco-sexual bathhouse, gave people the opportunity to have sex with the earth. Vice talked to the founders who promised a no-holds-barred extravaganza meant to dissolve the barriers between species as we descend into oblivion as a result of our global environmental crisis. And apparently these people think fucking the earth will make the planet better, as, and it's part of a growing movement. At San Francisco's Pride Parade, ecosexuals petitioned to have the letter E be added to the LBGTQ acronym. As many as 100,000 people around the world now identify themselves as 
ecosexual. Now, Brian, I have a pretty unhealthy looking tree in my backyard. Do you think uh, one of those people could come over and fuck it back to life? <laughs> this isn't real. This isn't real. I'm not buying this. Not even one bit. I don't buy it at all. There used to be a show about people that like were in love with their car or something. I think some some woman was like married to the Eiffel Tower. One guy was like fucking his his sixty six Mustang and the tailpipe and all. Like some of those might be kind of real. Those are like those people are nuts. And so maybe, maybe I think they are kind of putting it on. It's like a hypnotist, like the guy, the hypnotist, first of all, the hypnotist finds all the dummies in the crowd, right? And he gets them up there. Cause you can only be hypnotized if you're real stupid. So he gets all the dummies up there and then he, he detects in the person who's most willing to play along. And then he goes, okay, I'm going to get this person to do some shit because they're, they're in this. They like being up here and acting stupid. They're going to do what I tell them. And yeah, they're, they're, they're air quotes hypnotized, but also they're just, they're into it. They want to be play act stupid. And it's the same with these ecosexuals. Like no one wants to fuck the earth. No one that's ever had sex with a human being like that's connected with somebody and gotten fucking super hot and sweaty and just like really like fucked another living breathing person that they're attracted to. They're they're not all of a sudden like, Hey, I was think I'm going to go fuck that, the knot hole in that pine over there. I'm just not buying that. Also pine trees, fuck pine trees, worst tree. Uh, okay, lastly, I think Ed's got one more. What else, Ed? A Topeka, Kansas woman was sleeping in her apartment when her two-year-old daughter complained about a bug. So Monique Quarles picked it up and lit it on fire with her lighter. Then she turned over her daughter's mattress and found another one. She once again tried to light, light it, but this time lit the mattress and eventually the whole place was on fire. When I grabbed the bug and I had it, I went to light it, and then the lighter started sparking. So these sparks then went onto the box spring, she told the newspapers. The sparks just started flying on it and inside of it. I said, get out, get the baby, call 911. And that's what we did, Quarles said, adding that she alerted her neighbors to evacuate the building. 17 neighbors were displaced because of the fire. Brian, should child services take the two-year-old away from the General Sherman of Topeka, or should they wait for one more time? I mean... It's Kansas, you know, like what's, what could go wrong? I don't know. That's people really freak out about bugs. I don't know why you need to burn a bug. I just relocate them. I don't even, like, I guess if something's particularly gross, I'll kill it, you know, but I'm like, usually I'll just like pick it up with a magazine or something and either put it outside or in the toilet, flush the toilet. Spiders, 100% of the time I relocate because they're good for the environment. They're good for the ecosystem. So if I find a spider, I pick it up with something around and I take it outside. I put it outside. Bug, I usually, I kill a bug, but it's whatever's easiest. Like lately, they're gone now, but we had a lot of June bugs flying in and I would just whack them and then just kind of open the, door and just flick them outside like flicking with my finger or my foot just kind of whack like get out of here 
but no, it takes a special kind of human being to, to like try to burn bugs inside a tent or wherever she was. It's crazy. Actually crazy. Okay. Thanks for all that, Ed. You are as always a hero. Can't wait. I think it might be two weeks yet two or one more show after this one before you come back, but can't wait to get you back in the fold. Thanks for reaching out from across the pond. Now, guys, joining us now is our very own pop culture correspondent person that she's she's a good life coach. Like, she gives you the female perspective. She'll tell you some stuff. She's got a new... If you're really into pictures of food on Instagram... Well, you should be following. You should be following Fancy Graham on Instagram anyway. I feel like she just posted a picture that a lot of people would like. But additionally, she has a she has a new pursuit. She's decided she's a food blogger now, and she's got a food related Instagram page, Kate's Plates, that is just fucking burning up the charts. Where she posts pictures of things she serves me for dinner. So. You should check that out. Instagram, Kate's Plates. She joins us now. Of course, I'm talking about our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? What's up? I Were you talking about my Kate's Plates yeah. Instagram? Yeah, you're- Yeah, I have like 35 followers. Yeah, you're killing it. You're destroying <laughs> the Kate's Plates. How's it going, Kato? Oh, it's good. It's have good. you been- You haven't been in the studio much. Have you heard-, heard I've just been talking this whole time, just by myself. I could hear you talking. Like- yeah. On yeah. and on and on. Yes, I don't know. What did you're it give about. you? Did you get? Did you get like a little tingle? Because no, I'm like I so. And no, I you're like, is that a young Tom Selleck in the other room? I was not thinking. Is that, that no. is that is that a 32 year old mm-hmm. Harry Hamlin in the studio over there? Like, was, what is what, why? Was, I wasn't thinking that. Why either. am I having sexual thoughts right now? And then, and then you're like, oh no, it's just it's just because. Brian, the dulcet tones of Brian's voice for an hour. Yeah. Was that what happened? I'm very familiar with your talking. That's true. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do some. How's but, everyone doing? Uh, I, oh, really I think good. We, it's, just, I, it's just you and I. So, well, I'm talking oh, to like the listeners. listening. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just quickly, I have a new um, Patreon shout out. James Heller. Welcome to the fam. James Heller High What's Water. What's up, James? Oh, I feel it's like- my brother's name and my dad's I name. I feel like I know this guy- from Facebook or something. Hey, James Heller, you're the man. Yeah, thanks for thanks for your support. You are a hero. Thank you for supporting the Part show. Part of a very elite group. It's true. It's true. It's a great group of people. Uh, okay, Kate. Let's. Do we have emails yeah, today? Yeah, yeah. Let's do some emails. I feel like we had emails last week, but then Jay Stu bounced on us. Yeah, it was. So we never yes, got to any. That is. That's exactly. What, that's exactly what happened. Okay. As a matter of fact. Well, we can do them now. Let's do them. Uh, okay, Brian and Ed. Well, this is actually... Should I be Ed? It's just Brian and Fancy. Okay. I have never experienced a set of fake cans before. What are they like? Are they all they are cracked up to be because they look spectacular? I value your opinion. Thank you. That's from Irk in Boston. I thought he misspelled his name. I thought he's. I thought his name was Eric with a K. Oh, it's just E-R-K? It's just E-R-K. Sorry, I didn't hear what, what did... He's once, he's never, he's never been up close and personal with a, with a woman that has breast implants. Oh. 
And he won't, maybe he, maybe he has and he doesn't know it. They're getting better at him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've, I've only like squeezed a few of my girlfriends yep. who are like, do you want to feel what it feels like? And right. I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't feel no. the same as no. natural boobs. They, they feel how they look. Yeah, that's a, a bag of um, either saline or silicone, right. like I, just under your skin. And they're a little plastic bag. They're a little too. They're not as mm-hmm. supple as a real titty. I prefer yeah. I prefer authentic things, obviously. But uh, some some chicks need them. Okay, so what it, does Eric have a question? Yeah, he wants to know what they're like. Oh, we answered it. Yeah. Thanks for that. Not as good as also, the real thing. love having a love Fake having a, things are never as good as the real thing. I love having right. I agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Love having a Boston listener. I know like, that's big for us. Good What's for up, you, Boston. Irk, love Boston. Uh, okay, here's another one. Gents and ladies, lady. Uh-huh. Hey, lady. Greetings from the part of Illinois where, where while purchasing Coors Light, they look at you like you are wealthy. Parentheses, not Chicago. (laughs) I used to listen to Brian and Travis when I lived in Houston and have since been married and have children and moved back to my home state. Anyway, my father-in-law, while ordering at a restaurant, says, give me the, and it really pisses me off. Can we address restaurant etiquette at some point on the show? Sorry for the lack of punctuation and run-on sentences. I've had a few. Thanks. That's from Greg Punzelt. Hey, Greg. Greg. I agree. I Addressing anyone with gimme the. Okay, here. Yeah. Go. It's fucking rude. I agree. have some class. Sort of agree, but I, I'm not. Pop- but I think it's like a, it's kind of like an old man gimmick too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. I, I was going to say like, hey, like that's not cool. It depends I on think, his delivery though. I think I might do that. Yeah, I think you might. I think do I it. might do that. It depends on the delivery. But I do it, but I'm very polite. If he's doing it with a smile and he's being good natured about it and is otherwise generally right, polite right. to yes. the wait staff and restaurants, right. then you know, okay. It's not right. my favorite, but right. I, I guess it would depend on the delivery and you know how it comes across. If it's coming across like you're being kind of a brood dick. Right. Yeah. It's the delivery because I do when I do it, if I do it, I'm not sure, but I could picture myself doing it. I'm going to make a point of when I do it, seeing if you do, when I do it, I'm very charming. Right. Like ultra ultra charming. Do you like, do you notice that when I'm like, give me the, that, um, and, and the server is a woman and she's, and all of a sudden, like the humidity goes up in the room a little bit. No, because but of, I do notice because you make a point of knowing everyone's dampness. names. Like if someone's wearing their name, you will always address them by their name. Yeah, I learn people's name. Yes, and I say sometimes I'll ask their name. Oh, what was your name? That's true. And then I'll say, "Hey, Sheila, how'd you give me the eggs Benedict?" <laughs> You're trying to think of a menu item? Yeah. Um, Greg, is it Greg? Yeah, Greg Punzel. Greg, I would like to see your um, pointedly polite menu ordering in juxtaposition with your oh, father-in-law. Oh, yes, I bet yes. that's funny. That's very passive-aggressive. Yeah, yeah you should do that. Uh, but I, you know what, Greg? I don't know if I do that. I think I might do that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, 
I won't do it anymore because now I'm going to be self-conscious about it and I'll, I will watch. I always start. I believe I always start my menu menu ordering with, with, I would like the, I would like the, please. That's, that's probably what I do too. Or I'll have the, I'll have the, here's another one. What's up guys. I'm developing a new theory, but need your opinion before it is finalized. The theory is a woman's lips, nipples, and genitals are all the same color. Thank you, Ricky and SD. I assume that's San Diego. Uh, what do you think, Kate? I was just looking Can at I, my nipple. Yeah. Um, I would say you're similar. It's pretty close. Your lips and nipples are, because I just saw you look at your nipple there. Uh, your nipples are a bit lighter than your lips. Yeah. But a very fair skin. Same tone. I do not want you to speak about any other lips besides the one on my face. <laughs> on I don't I don't think that is a new theory though, Ricky. <laughs> Just to be honest, I think Ricky buddy. I think that's an Ricky Bobby. I think that's an I, accurate theory except in certain cases. Right. But yes, I think you might be right. Okay. Uh, good question. Um no, here's another one. Quick question. I'm meeting my family at the in-laws for dinner. What's the appropriate amount of time to wait in my car and pretend I'm still at work before going in? Thanks. That's from Dave in San Clemente. Dave, I would I would argue you need to take the opposite tact. Get there early because the earlier you get there, the sooner you can leave. Not if you have my job. What's that mean? Oh, cool. Because you're actually working late. Wait, what was the question? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I answered it. Uh, okay, next one. This is the last one. Sorry, Dave. Oh, wait, no. That was, that was, I accidentally put Ricky's nipple theory on here twice. Oh. So yeah, Dave, it's don't like sit in the car too long. I do have, I do know a guy though that will like, before he goes to like a family function, he'll he'll hit like a local liquor store mm-hmm. and get like a fifth. No, wait, what's a, a pint? Not a pint of beer though. Like a pint of like whiskey or something yeah, the little or, a bottle. Cu- or a couple airline yeah. bottles and he'll just knock back a couple, knock back a few sips. Take just the edge off. Take the edge off before he goes in. Family. Hard. Family events hard times. are fun, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? So, is it a known thing that Alan Iverson has a drinking and gambling mm, problem? Sports topic. I would say yes, that's a known thing. So he often will go on drinking and gambling benders, like the one he recently went on this past weekend. I did hear something about this. I don't know if he will often do that because he's not really in the public eye anymore. Right. You know, he's not a player or a coach or, you know, I'm sure he appears when did he leave the league oh it's been a while so he now coaches he's now the coaching captain of the threes company team what what is that okay so i happen to know about this because i watched like five minutes of it Uh uh-huh in the on tv the other night it's Uh like all these ice cube has a league he does yeah ice cube has a league the fuck the police league yeah He's got a league. He owns this league and it's like all like retired players and they play three on three half court and it's the first to 50 wins and there's like four point shots and shit. Okay. It's kind of good. I kind of like put, it. Is it on TV? It's 
It's on. It's on Fox Sports. That sounds good. One. I, I might like that. I mean, I don't think you would. But I was watching it the other night, and you didn't seem to have any interest. But um, yeah, um, and so, he, so he had a game. He was supposed to have a game on. So Sunday. you would think that this Allen Iverson right. would be dominating this shit, but he's actually, even though he would be a, one of the younger guys in the league. He is, or he wouldn't be one of the older guys, I guess. I guess they'd all be about his age, but some guys are older. Um, he, You would think he would be playing in the league, but he's just sort of like a figurehead from what I saw. Oh, okay. So he, but he coaches, he's like the captain. Right. But if you're the captain, you play. He doesn't play. Or the, t- oh, okay. the time, anyway, I, the well, time was, I watched it, he didn't play. He was supposed to be in Dallas to play... Um, a team called Team Power. He never showed up. He was spotted at the Rivers Casino in De Plains, Illinois, Saturday night till about 3 a.m. Um, and then he was he resurfaced around so 10 p.m. That sounds so depressing. Sunday in the same clothes he'd been wearing oh at the casino oh in the days God. before. Uh, there is nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I am more disgusted so by depressing. than having to wear the same clothes on back-to-back days. Ah, ah, no shower. That probably means, or worse, having to take off his dirty casino, smelly smoke clothes, take a shower, and then put his clothes back on. This it would probably be especially hard for him because when he was in the NBA, he notoriously did not bring luggage on road trips. He would just go to whatever new town he would was in. And, and just buy whatever yeah, he needed. He send somebody to, buy new to clothes. go get what he just needed. Buy new clothes. So baller. Every town he went to, he gets some new. Nothing more baller than that. He gets some new Gerbode jeans. <laughs> Do you have Armani any friends exchange? that um, like, will go away for a weekend and won't really bring stuff with them? Yeah, my buddy McGrader. How, you're saying that because you know <laughs> I'm going away with him this weekend. What and is he's his not deal? Bring anything. Well, he brings a toothbrush. Thank God. And deodorant. All right. And sunscreen. Th- three very important. Sunscreen. And then three, three. I would argue of the most important items, but there are other important items that he's not. He's forgotten to put in his bag. Then and then, if he's like gets something on his shirt or something, he'll just buy another T-shirt. Wait, that's this weekend you're going away? Yeah. I think I knew that and forgot, and then I knew it and forgot, yeah. and now I'm I'm realizing again I'm s- now. Chicago listeners, I'll be at Wrigley on Friday and Saturday if you want to come buy me a beer. And hey, everybody, I'll be home alone this hey, weekend. Hey, so. hey, hey. <laughs> okay, what else is going on, Cato? Um, well, another one bites the dust. Sam oh. Shepard died on Monday. Oh. Pulitzer Prize winning playwright and mm-hmm. actor. He might he played. Um, the astronaut Chuck Yeager, Chuck Yeager, mm-hmm. and the right stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a great role. Um, but sadly, this is just a reminder that we still are no closer to a cure for the devastating de- disease ALS. Yeah, Lou Gehrig's. Disease. You know what? So it's Lou Gehrig's is ALS. It's, yeah, right? ALS. And um, sometimes I get things wrong. But I that have to check. ice bucket challenge was actually like a huge windfall for ALS That's research. True. They made a ton of money. Yeah. Um, it's the because a lot of people didn't just do the dumb shit thing and pour a bucket of the ice on their head. A lot of people actually went to the we website to, and donated. You're supposed to do both. I don't think people did. Yeah, 
Uh, well, a lot of people did because they they made like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I think a lot of people also with a lot of money don't donated a lot. Also, this ALS, the most fucked up disease, like just so fucking awful, the would, worst disease. I would agree. And terrible. Lou Gehrig, kind of a bad guy. I mean. Well, he's got a bad disease named after him. Everyone said he was a good guy. And from, from all accounts, he was a good guy. But, I mean, he gave us what this. What did he do? He gave us this disease. What, why was he bad? No, he wasn't bad. He was great. Oh. Trying to make a joke. <laughs> I don't know who it, Lou Gehrig is. Yeah, he played first base for the Yankees. Um, Pride of the Yankees. Okay, what else, Kate? Okay, so um, at a Cubs game on Sunday... Oh, where I will be this weekend. <laughs> that fat ass Chris Christie was there. Oh, and this was and at a Brewers. Fan. The Brewers are playing. Yeah, the Cubs. like yeah. someone mm-hmm. heckled him. Yeah. Um, so according to the fan, he heckled the governor as he walked by, but he was already like past him like thirty yeah. feet away and yeah. he yelled his name and told him that yeah. he sucked and called him a hypocrite. Yeah. He's and this guy Brad true. Johnson's like it needed to be said. Oh, former former um <laughs> Former Tampa Bay and Washington Redskins quarterback Brad Johnson. I don't know oh. Brad Joseph. Oh. So oh, Brad Joseph. Christie reportedly turned around, returned to confront him, got in his face, yeah. and delivered the epic burn. You're a big shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not as big as you, you fat ass. This, you take up a lot of room. This Chris Christie, and you do suck. He's kind of interesting because he's such a cunt, really. And yet. He doesn't realize it. Like no. he thinks he's real cool. Yes. And so he's so fat and disgusting. Yes. And just corrupt and dirty yeah. and, and, a and, and an asshole. And like an he's an asshole. asshole. And just all the worst traits of yeah. a person. Yeah. Physically yes. and character wise. Gover- governor of Ed's home state of New Jersey. <laughs> uh, okay, Kate, what else? I just thought that was. I funny. bet he could put away a hoagie. That. That uh, Chris Christie. Well, he might want to get on that Subway, Jared Subway diet. Right. <laughs> He's going to eat hoagies. Just, just just young children left and right. Yeah. All, all you consume. Um, so yep. Jen Garner, Ben Affleck, finally getting that mm. divorce. Jen Garner, where am I at on her? She's so basic. She's so basic. She's got a very pretty face. She is. Like when she, uh, when they clean her up and like She's, make her sexy. She's, she's hot. Pretty hot. She's like she's hot. got nice full lips. Yeah, she's a very attractive woman. Nice body. She's like the right, she's the age I'm no, into. There's like, no on a day-to-day basis when she's not yes, styled yes. and she's just putting on some clothes to take the kids to school or even like going out to dinner. There's yeah. no bigger dag in Hollywood. Bangs. Like I'm talking yes. natural spirit. Yes. <laughs> where? Yeah. And just like that. Easy spirit? Whatever. Yes. And like just bad. Looks like like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. Looks like like a pump. Orthopedic. Feels like a sneaker. Bad gap jeans. Like bad, like not sexy. Yeah. She's rich as fuck. She lives in Brentwood. Twin set. I don't know. She's got those. such a dad. She's got that Capital One campaign. She is stacking chips. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't feel. I'm always shocked when I see people like um, her or like someone like Kaylee Cuoco, who's on that Big Bang Theory, who's pulling in gajillions of dollars She's every really year. Rich, yeah. Um, doing like she does those Priceline commercials yeah, now, and I'm like, like, how much money? Do I you mean, need? what? How much, how do, much you money need? do you need? 
Yeah, it's crazy. Jen, so anyway, Jen Garner would need the money more. Like she's not in things as no, much that's as true. this Kaylee Cuoco's got a fucking sitcom. Um. Anyway, she was Jen was spotted out for a walk Tuesday with Ben Affleck's mother, his oh her soon to be ex mother in law. Yeah. Who apparently, um, you know, they do stuff together. This happens. Like people get divorced, and the um the ex keeps the husband's family for some reason. But that is so weird. Yeah, it is. I mean, you've got your own family. Right. And like, I feel like the mother-in-law can see the kids when they're with her, the mother's yes. child. Looks like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. So. Looks like a pump. Who will Jen Garner date next? Will it be... I picture her it being someone with glasses... I could picture it being like J.J. Abrams because he's married, but I feel like not like a real handsome, like. I think she'll do the. um, Man type. What's her name? Hillary Swank. Moved on to her agent. Go lesbian. Go lesbian. No, she She's. I think she married her agent. And Reese Witherspoon. Also married an agent. Married her agent. I feel like it'll be like. Interesting. A, executive an or an agent. industry person, I think so, but not in front of the camera. That would be my that mm. would be my guess. Mm. Interesting. Okay, what else, Kate? Is that it? Um. Lastly, yeah. And I don't. I'm. I'm kind of coming around to this. Michael Moore, the documentarian, yeah, says that he thinks the Democrats should turn to Hollywood for their next presidential candidate. Oh, that is a good idea. And his pick, he thinks... George Clooney. Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be perfect. Yeah. The Rock. He's like, run The Rock. Who do you want for commander-in-chief? I want The Fucking Rock. It would scare anybody that would hurt us. The Rock. kind of true. The Rock. Think how safe we would feel if The Rock were president. First of all, there's no one that doesn't like The Rock. That's, he's the fucking best I, dude. He's, he really is. He's a great guy. Big smile. Yes. Nice to everyone. Is on probably the sickest TV show since Honorage Ballers. He's on Ballers, which is He's an really good show. on it, but that show. It's a great show. Dude. It's a great show if you like things that are terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he should do it. He, and he should wear the suits he wears on entourage or ballers because like one time Obama wore like a tan suit and people fucking lost their shit. They're like this fucking guy, this black guy wearing a tan suit. And, and now this Donald Trump, he wears the like right color suit. He wears a blue suit, but he wears a fucking like 47 foot long tie that hangs down. Also his suits are baggy and badly fitting because he, um, is fat. This bur, this, um, Spencer Strasmore, he wears like three piece suits that are like Spencer Strasmore is his character right, in ballers that are like fucking like pink checked or hound's tooth yeah. or like fucking rose plaid three piece tweed suits. And the guy looks so fucking good. And I'm thinking if America is willing to elect yeah. a two bit TV. Host. Host. Yeah, he's I'm not an even outsider. I'm going to call him a scar, he's, star. He's an outsider. Like, 
how, where would we go with a box office um, beast? He's a maverick. Like He's not beholden to anyone. The Rock, He's who's gonna, just nice. Yeah. And I'm with it. Strong the and Rock has, for president. Yeah. Big muscles. Yeah. Totally with it. I'm with you, Michael Moore. Um, yeah. Let's, let's run The Rock. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, I got to be honest. It's a really yeah. slow, boring week in pop culture. Oh, that's okay. I've been talking for it's a, not a lot long going on. fucking time. Uh, okay. That's going to do it. Thank you, Ed Daly, for chiming in from London, England, from a jazz club. Is that, is that um, gay code, by the way? Oh, oh I, popped into a, I popped into jazz night at the pub. Oh, you mean you, you, mean you were um, manning glory hole number three? Stop is that what you're saying? Is that your wide stance in it somewhere? Uh, okay. Kate McManus, excellent job. Brian Beckner, great job. For all of those people, this has been episode 180 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.